Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode 105, The Danger of Copying Meal Plans from TheWholeDancer.com featuring Jess Spinner. We have a food tip Friday here for you at Dance Tips Daily. Before we get into the blog, just want to share a little bit more about Jess with you today. She is a former professional ballet dancer turned health coach and founder of The Whole Dancer. She supports dancers in reaching their body goals through one-on-one coaching in her online course, The Dancer's Best Body Program. For more on Jess, you can visit thewholedancer.com. With that being said, she walks in our shoes. She understands where we come from when it comes to training and in taking food for our best dance body and self. I know personally, I've gotten interesting advice from various doctors who have not been dancers about what food is best for me. And it's a breath of fresh air to have someone who has walked the same path as you and who understands nutrition that can give you advice. So if you haven't heard of Jess, definitely dance on into her website. And with that being said, let's dance on into our blog for the day. For dancers, the stakes are even higher. In the past, I've gotten into the idea that those what I eat in a day post are worth taking with a grain of salt. You might look to them for some inspiration, but you shouldn't give them too much weight and you definitely shouldn't copy them outright. Over the summer, my point was magnified when I saw some dancer shares on Instagram stories. There was a little trend of sharing uh, in quotes, day in the life at summer intensive, including daily food intake. Without getting into specifics, because I don't want to perpetuate the negative message, some dancers shared food intakes that were at anorexic levels. A banana and saltines are not a sufficient lunch for a high-level dancer. I was kind of shocked and considered direct messaging the dancer. I hope that someone in her circle, a parent, friend, teacher, did confront her. She wasn't taking in anywhere near enough food to fuel a day at a summer intensive. Whether you're a young dancer, pre-professional, or pro, it's possible that seeing that sort of food information makes you question things. Are you in fact eating too much? Do you really need to undereat to meet your body goals? Does she know something you don't? The answer is no. The more complex answer is that food intake can and should be different for everyone, but no dancer should be severely under eating or restricting calories to meet body goals. If you want some thoughts on what a dancer should eat in a day, check out this video on the Whole Dancer YouTube channel. To the dancers thinking of sharing what I eat in a day details, please take pause. If you think you're a healthy example, but you're not sure, err on the side of caution. It's really dangerous for other dancers to see clear examples of under eating. 
For the young ones, the damage can be lasting. For the older dancers, it can still make you question things. Before you share your food, really ask yourself, am I eating a full, complete, and healthy meal? Is this something I would feed to my future daughter or son and be confident that I'm nourishing them? Did I make this meal with the intention of loving and supporting my body and dancing? If you can answer yes to all those questions, then sharing is okay. Sharing healthy eats for the sake of inspiration can be a really awesome thing. With all sharing online, I think we need to remember the impact we can have. Your influence might be much further reaching than you even realize. When you're a viewer, take the time to consider the information you're taking in as well. If a dancer you admire is casually sharing what she's eating for lunch, it still doesn't mean it's what you should eat. If you suspect that maybe a dancer isn't eating enough, trust your instincts and don't copy what she shares. Also remember that you might not be getting the full picture. When someone shares their food, they might only show the, in quotes, pretty parts. They can leave out components of the meal if they don't think they're healthy enough. In conclusion, the mentality that you approach your food choices with is key. If you allow too much influence from dancers, especially when they're not nutrition professionals, you're on a dangerous path. You might be inspired to undereat or miss out on essential micro or macronutrients. Instead, find a professional to work with or do your own research. In reputable science-based books, not the internet. One of the many things that I admire about Jess is that not only does her blog give really sound nutritious advice, but in regards to the holistic approach of a dancer's mentality and well-being. Like Jess mentioned within her blog, I think it's super important to be conscientious of the things that we share on social media. I've said this within the podcast before, but you never know whose eyes are on you and where they come from and what walks of life and just how much they look up to you. As someone who teaches kids, I always think about what they'd look at Miss Danny and think and how... The moves that Miss Danny does, not only in the dance class, but outside of it, can influence them in their choices they make in dance and how they view dance as a whole. I remember way back in the day when I booked my first dance gig, I'd say this is like 2009, it was a teaching role, and the owners of the company really stressed this was at a time when social media was just starting to boom, um, especially Instagram, Facebook. They stressed the importance of don't share anything that you wouldn't want your grandmother to see. And what I really like about Jess's article is that she says, make sure if you're posting something about what you're eating, is this something that you'd recommend for your own daughter or son to eat? And one of the morals that I try to think of each time I post is not only would I want my grandmother or grandparent to see this, but would I be okay with my grandson or my granddaughter seeing this and thinking of how this message uh, feeds down the line of generations? Is it communicating and remembering me in a way that I want to be remembered? Just some food for thought. That's your short and sweet tip for the day. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening today. 
and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.